Hello, Internet. Welcome to another episode of This on That, a show where we take people we like talking about stuff they like. I am Mike Solari. I'm Chad Fogelin. And today our guests are Mike Gandolfini and his wife, Stephanie Story. And that they're they're a great couple they're a great married couple they're good foils to each other stephanie's always really positive and chipper and mike's always pessimistic and anxious <laughs> they yeah they're enjoyable to talk to and listen to talking yeah to which, themselves. which you're gonna do in a second uh always just remember you can always find us on facebook and itunes and other stuff if you want to subscribe or rate or any other things sure Stephanie is an author. She put out mm-hmm. a book this year. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Uh, it's called Oil and Marble, and you can go buy it. It's, yeah, I'm going to. And Mike's going to be seen in the Gilmore Girls movies for Netflix because he was on Gilmore Girls. He was Andrew. Which he, we get into him separating that. Yep. It's like some it's like some weird like movie that you can make or he's to separate the character like Purple Rose of Cairo or like something like that. Like We could do something with Mike and Andrew. Oh, yeah, definitely. But in the meantime, let's get our Gilmore Girls on. Let's get our books on. Let's get our Iceland on, because yeah. that's what we're talking about. Turn on the sugar cubes in the background and listen to this podcast. Yeah. Now, what, what made you guys say, let's do a podcast about getting, you getting picked on? Yeah. Oh, about me getting picked on. Well, I mean, it's just a unit. I feel like it's something everyone can relate to. Everyone has done it to me. Uh, Chad was really on board for, with it from the get-go. Well, you were... Oh, this is interesting, Like, and I'm not sure this is interesting for anyone, but <laughs> Mike People and in I... People this room. But... Uh, uh, Thomas Hamilton, who's uh, he's a yeah, he's on a, a improv. Yeah, yeah improv guy. Yeah. He has he had a housewarming party for himself. Oh, we're a talking year about the, re- the real story of how. No, I, yeah, I was gonna say because okay. like it because he's he's doing it again like the next week next week next weekend. So it's been officially a year since we met. Like, well, like we weekend. we have met, but like talked. oh, I didn't remember you. Oh, okay. until that party. <laughs> like no, see Daisy and I talked about that. Like Daisy's my girlfriend. She was there too, and she. I was. I told this to her. I said, "Oh yeah, it'll be like a year since I met Mike." She's like, "You met him before that." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, I don't remember." She's like, "No, we Aww. talked to him." And I was like, "Oh, I don't remember if it's until that party." <laughs> You're like a human Ziggy. For, is this oh. is this a like a Laverne and Shirley? No, Ziggy? The, no <laughs> the cartoon. The cartoon. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't read the the funnies except for the peanuts and Garfields. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Laverne and Shirley. You're Ziggy from Laverne and Shirley. No. <laughs> That's, that was Squiggy. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're Ziggy from Liver and Shirley. The, the other or I'm character Ziggy from that, The Wire. Who was never there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I, I thought that we was We were at a housewarming party. We were talking about movies. We talked about movies for a while. Mm-hmm. And then the next weekend, we played in a poker game together. Oh, that's right. I, I won. Did you? I, got, I, I left. I got second place. Oh, yeah. I got like fourth and I left after I... Uh... I was a surprisingly good poker player. Uh I I learned by watching playing Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> did uh, had I can't remember. Da- Daisy was had not really played poker before that day. And no, she just... she had. I had to like give her some tips like the day be- the night before. She did not. And she did she did the classic thing of like all in like on the second hand. And, like, had no... <laughs> I, I think she lost, and I was like, well, I'm gonna drink wine with Julie now. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
But that was about me and Chad, and we want to know more about you guys. We're here. Well, oh, we're, <laughs> we started. We, we, I'm, we, I'm, yeah. I'm joking. Oh, you, I've, I've listened to the show, and it always seems like people have talked for like five minutes, and they go, when do we start the, start rolling? And you've already rolled. So yeah. I know that that's, that's the- You're living it. Yeah, that's yeah. the We're in it now. Mm-hmm. That's the way the show goes here. Uh, what do you, so Hi. what do you want to talk about? Hey, Mike, what do you want to talk about? Well, here's the problem. Every time Chad said, Mike, how, oh, how yeah. will your audience know we're talking about you and making fun of or making fun of me? Since we're both named Mike. I, I, I think Very context different. will definitely okay. help. All the previous to this, when they're making fun of Mike, it was Mike the host. Now I'm Mike. They'll make Don't fun of so me. Don't be so self-deprecating. What? That's what you do for a living. No. That's your... I'm stealing your shtick, apparently. You're mad. Uh, okay, whatever. Here, I'll, I'll call I'm you really Mike, indifferent. I'm and really I'll in... call him Solari. I thought you were going to say Ooh. something different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, I know you don't like being called Sex Farm, so I tried. <laughs> I try not to remind people to call you Sex Farm. I mean, you don't like it. I don't. So people really shouldn't call you Sex Farm. Right, Solari? Especially on social media. <laughs> no. Bad I mean, name. don't don't hashtag Sex Farm. Mike Solari. I mean, I mean, we should really just stop. Well, saying really, sex it's not, farm, it really, really, it's not Mike Solari. It's at Mike Solari. So you don't want to hashtag sex farm there. Yeah, not at. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad we clarified that, Solari. <laughs> so Stephanie, Mike. Hi. Hi. What are you guys? What, what's up? Well, we just. Uh, I. I'm. You know. You know how I get. I'm already. Uh, I'm already sweating it out that I have no topic to discuss, and you know, th- that's my topic. I want to discuss is my trying to people please because that's all I, I wrote it on Facebook last <laughs> night. What will I talk about on this podcast? Let me dro- also drop this. My first podcast, and I don't want to fail. How are we doing so far? You're doing the good, point man. is. I am trying to make sure I'm a good guest and am asked back. Even if you never asked me back, you would ask <laughs> okay. me back. Okay, I'm gonna pivot. I'm gonna pivot here, Stephanie. Please, what are we talk talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Not that. <laughs> uh, you know, we sold our condo and we've been on the road for six months. We live out of an Airbnb currently. Cool. Wow. We we, we don't have a home. Do Where's... you want to talk about? Airbnb or homelessness or we can talk about travel or real estate or, or travel. Or... We can talk about where we've been the last six months. Have you been to Iceland ever? It is insane. We can talk about Iceland. I've never been to Iceland. Now Iceland's the one that's green and Greenland's the one that's icy, that's right? That's correct. Bum, and bum. also, <laughs> it's a true thing. And when we were in Iceland, they said if you were to leave right now and go directly south, you would not hit land until Antarctica. There's nothing between. You could keep going on a. On oh, the because water. yeah, I got gotcha. you. There's nothing south of. Iceland. Directly south. Ex- no land. Right. And, and Iceland's just... super north. Right. So Reykjavik is the mo- northernmost capital in the world. Interesting. So it's but it actually, actually also wasn't true that it wasn't icy. It was oh. super cold, super and there cold. was icy ice everywhere. We both fell. <laughs> I did. We oh, both oh, had like incidents of just like walking yeah. down the street, and suddenly you look back and Mike's... Well, Mike does that in Los Angeles. Yeah, so. I, have a, I have a balance problem. It's an interior thing. So, uh, wait, so what what, 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 what drew, drew you in so much when you were in Iceland? Like, what were some of the... I've never been, so I want to hear about it. What, oh, okay, so a couple of my favorite stories. Uh, one, uh, so we're on a little tour, and a guy looks back. The, the tour guide says, you know, this is what we're doing. This is where we're traveling. And somebody says... Um, uh, there's are, are there prisoners like are there are there like prisons refugees, on like, no, no no are there prison, actual like, are there... prisons and oh, someone asked the question okay. yeah. yes uh because it seemed like there was no crime i don't know it just seemed like a very safe place from, from the pictures i've seen it's, it seems very open it seems like yes. yeah not many people it didn't seem like anybody was gonna murder you i don't know so uh, so we asked that question he said oh no there are definitely prisoners but there are no really prison outbreaks 
there was one guy who snuck out of prison and he was um he was on the run for like a week he would go from house to house just stealing food but it was the winter so it was really cold and after one week he got sick of being out of prison so he walked down to the closest house knocked on the door and said hi will you call the police and tell them i they're looking for me cuz i'm ready to go back now <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't again i i don't know any thing about the Icelandic people, but the, for, from what I've heard already, that sounds like very Icelandic. All yeah. I know from the Ice, of the Icelandic people is, of course, the as Bjork and sugar yeah. cubes and all that. Yeah, and that, and that makes perfect sense when you yeah. when you go to Iceland, you go. That's the kind of music I would make if I lived in Iceland because it's <laughs> odd. And in fact, we just played Sigur Rós on the way here to remind ourselves of Iceland, and it was just. Like, that's Icelandic music. That's what you do when you have nothing to do. And in the winter, the sun only shines. It came up at 10, and it was sort of darkish all day. And then at 3, the sun went down. You had five hours of sunlight, barely, like a haze for five hours. Wow. And it so still you, stays green. Yes. Yeah, so, well, in the summer, you have 20, well, that would be 19 hours of sunlight all Yeesh. day. So. Yeah, because you're, you're so, so far north. They're so far north, north yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you see any northern lights? We did. We went on a boat and went out. To the no- and and they give you a boat. Oh, you got away from the city lights. Yeah, the, the big city of Reykjavik lights, and saw the uh, the uh, city. We saw some northern lights, but it's not like the photos. It's just yeah. A- Thing. And he was not pleased. It was freezing because it was really <laughs> cold, and we and we're out on this boat, and so it's windy, and we're not really quite dressed properly because we're not from Iceland, so we don't really have enough clothes. And then the Northern Lights—they're not these big, huge. You have to like wait for hours and hours, and you have to be really patient. And the guy on the boat was reading this really bad poetry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. And then also summoning. If we all would have pray to the god Thor, it was like the, throat the, singing. Yeah, it was. Yes. Uh, uh, it, They'll cut the northern lights will come and he'll do these weird incantations and then of course there'd be a light green stripe across the sky and oh you got it I went oh god please why did I go on this tour it's what it, <laughs> it never would sort of glow and fade and glow <laughs> never, I mean at least you saw it I but, saw but it wasn't like a National Geographic picture that right right, right. Takes mm-hmm. and you go oh that's how I felt about when I first. When I first moved out here, uh, I was bored on a weekend. I was flipping through the channels, and I came across surfing on TV. And I had never seen surfing on TV ever broadcast. So <laughs> I was like, awesome. Because I like I like that surfing, in theory, is something that I would really be loving to do every day. I just, I've never done it. I uh, But I've, I've like watched X Games and other stuff, and I'm like, this is going to be exciting. And I sat there for 20 minutes because there's no waves coming. And they're just showing the ocean <laughs> with the time there. And there's just somebody talking, and I'm like, Nothing's happened, and it's been 20 minutes. I, I feel like that's like the same no, thing. No, it is oh. the same thing, but why Why on American TV when they – I mean, we had no other channel. We were on a boat. We, could, didn't, we couldn't change it, but why would they show no waves? It seems like one of the things you should – Because pre- it was live. I it was a live should, event. Should, it was you preempt that or go – like when, when it rains during a tennis tournament, they go, you know what, let's watch a good tournament that did happen before. Like, why don't they show – other I, I don't know. I'm not involved in the uh, this surfing I'm, I'm broadcast gonna, I'm, company. I'm going to make some phone calls. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> I'll be right back. Uh, was it, so how, was it oh, dark sorry. enough out there where you could, like, I mean, because I know I, I grew up in Nebraska, so I can get, when I was growing up, I could get away from a lot of ambient light. So we could actually start to see. And then also I lived in Maine for a little while, like kind of uh, in near Sebago Lake. And there was a lot of get you get higher. I got higher north, and then like away from a lot of light too. You could almost see like the band of the Milky Way and stuff like that with the stars. Was it that dark out there where you could see? Once you got out of Reykjavik, yes, yeah, it was really really lovely. But to go back a topic, uh, this room we're recording in seems like the most crowded place you've ever been. Yeah, 
<laughs> because Nebraska and Maine. Yeah, it's yeah. No, so, I, sorry. I've lived a lot of. <laughs> I've lived in a lot of places where it's all spread out. Like I have a hard time in New York when I go there because it's it feels a little claustrophobic to well, me. Yeah. Well, it is because yeah, it's, yeah. that's not yeah. you. It is no, but I mean, yeah, like because <laughs> I almost moved to New York. And I actually love New York. I've been there. I've spent a lot of time there in the uh, last ten years of my life. But like, yeah, like I, there was a, one of the reasons I didn't move to New York as opposed to L.A. when I when I was making that decision was because like I just I couldn't do it. Like it was just right. didn't feel right. Like I was like, ah, oh, this is too much. You should try Reykjavik. (laughs) It was. It was when you were out in the bay, completely away from everything, you could. You could see more stars than I've ever seen in my life. And I'm from Arkansas. Like, I've seen a lot of stars. Yeah. But when we got there, the funny thing was, I'm from Arkansas, so I'm from a small town, right? And he's from San Diego in Southern California. So when we got there, he was like, this is the smallest town. What are we going to do here? And I said, no, this is like a big city. Because it still felt like a big city to yeah. me because it's 150,000 people oh, or something. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this is a real city. He's like, no, this is the smallest, most awful place I've ever been to in my entire life. <laughs> I, was, I was raised in a town of 20,000 people. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, I, honestly, if it's bigger than 50,000 people, it's got, I mean, just think about you can't name fifty thousand people. Like, you can't call that a no. small town. He did. I, I, <laughs> my my little part of San Diego has over a hundred thousand people. So I thought, well, that's what I'm used to. I, I don't know them all. I know no one there. I know I could name ten people there, but still, I. It's nice to know there's choices. Everyone in a small town, you need. <sighs> so how long are you guys in uh, Iceland just, for? Just a week. It was. A, it was a. We went a week there, and then a, and then a week to S- Stockholm, and then a week to Copenhagen, and then a couple a couple days at each city on the way back. So we were gone for four weeks there, and then that's where we sold our place. Then we did that, and then we went on the book tour. So we we traveled. Oh, I Europe, thought I thought then... Iceland was part of the book tour. <laughs> no, I thought, it was I thought for some book tour. It was pre book tour. We 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 were still sort of touring around and looking, going, maybe my book will be here, but no, it wasn't even out yet. Not, it, oh, in America or Iceland? In America, it wasn't even. It did out come yet. out to March. We were that was at Christmas time. Oh. We, we spent Christmas. Yeah, I in thought Stockholm. so. I, you were telling because we were talking in like spring about you coming on the show, yeah. and I, when you were talking about going to Iceland in the winter, I'm like, how's this tracking? But yeah, it was previous. But pre- yeah, Iceland, Iceland, Sweden, Denmark. Back for the book tour that we traveled around a bunch of sta- twenty states or so. But, and... but but so I'm not doing the Northern Lights boat tour. But what no. am I doing? No, in... do the Northern Lights. Don't <laughs> listen to him. Do the North. It was the greatest experience because you got to learn to be like patient, standing out there waiting for the weird green glow, and you would get together with all these people. We'd all go, oh, look, there it is. And he was already <laughs> down below the boat, so it's like. Uh, I, underneath getting warm but the rest of us were all like no look there's a green glow and we'd all move over towards it it's the greatest thing ever do it okay so mike aside from that what else would i be doing because uh, you were clearly unimpressed yeah I, I spent a lot of time in the in the hull of what is it called the hull of the boat I, i'm not a my grandfather's in the navy i still don't know anything about boat terms but uh, i think it is the hull of the boat. i was i was under under the I wasn't the under cabin, the boat yeah. i wasn't i wasn't like a i was in the basement of the boat <laughs> yeah uh no, there. I ate. I we saw. Actually, saw Star Wars in Reykjavik. That was a oh, Force oh. Awakens. Yeah, it was odd because they all of a sudden there's a scene and then the screen goes black because they had an intermission. Like just 
they're used to it. Just get out, get up and go get popcorn. Yeah, right when Darth Vader's mask is first shown for the first time in that movie. That's cool. It goes bink, and they start playing like happy music, and they show popcorn <laughs> on the screen, and then you walk out and you go to the restroom, and you come back. No, it opened while we were there, and Wait, I, we had to see it. Do, well, what's the language in Iceland? Is it? Icelandic. Yeah. It's Icelandic. Okay, so it's Bjork. And yeah. Because that's what I was, I was going to say. So the movie uh, was there a movie just subtitled, or was it in? It was in English. Uh, it was in English, but was there subtitles? Yeah, there were subtitles, but everybody spoke English anyway. But there yeah, were Icelandic English. subtitles on it. And then right when the no, that tri- was, yeah, it I, ended, they all got up and left. Like no one, like in Hollywood, I'm used to everyone like going, "Wait, I got to see my friend's name. Who's the gaffer?" And they wait for all the a lot of the credits and who's mm-hmm. that song. The minute before it said directed by J.J. Abrams, we were the only two people still left in the theater. Empty. Like wow. everyone, ra- like as if maybe they're maybe they're like thing. In oh, Icelandic. so the movie hadn't actually ended and people were leaving. Basically, people once they got the idea it was ended, I thought maybe someone yelled "fire" in Icelandic because it was empty. The theater was cleared out, and I'm like, wait, I should watch who who played that. Uh, we're alone now. They were completely alone <laughs> in the like, theater. We're done with this. Yeah, That's we don't. Good. Who cares? They didn't need to see Luke. They they yeah. got it. Yeah. they knew he was coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to watch at least part of the credits to pretend like oh, I that guy. He, or you know a friend. I might know someone. I don't. A lot of know. people work on those big movies. They really do, and they people. and they put a lot of effort in, and I can sit there and watch their names go by. Uh, that kind of petered out there. I'm sorry. <laughs> got more. Um, what, what was the what was the topic you were hoping to ask us? Whatever like you I, whatever I, you I, want. I, I, know, we're, we're, I mean, I, I think this has been an awesome conversation so far. Yeah. Oh, but wait, my favorite story. Oh, she has a story. I haven't got to tell my favorite story. Oh boy. Okay, so in Iceland, we go into this. Um, we're starving, so we go to get fish and chips because we're in Iceland and we got to eat fish. And we walk in, and he goes, something doesn't smell right. I said, I think that's the fish, but let's stay. And it did. It smelled like ammonia. Like, really. Like, you'd poured a bucket of it over your head. Oof. It stunk. And But we ate the fish and chips, and the fish and chips were great. Yes, they were. Well, it turns out we were there, of course, during the holidays when they were serving all these traditional Icelandic foods, and they were serving fermented shark. Oh, and it was awesome. Greenland shark, and they don't have livers, the Greenland sharks, so they don't excrete any of their toxins. That's crazy. <laughs> so that's why the other fish that we didn't eat stunk so bad, and our clothes stunk for the rest of the trip. The rest of the trip. And then the next month. Then on the tour we were on, uh, the guy said he does that in his home, little home, his little hamlet of south of Reykjavik, and he does a, a certain kind of fish also there, but he wears clothes down to his shoes that he knows he'll never use again because when he's done making this meal for the whole community, he takes his clothes out and burns them. Wow. Because you, your clothes will stink like crazy. So You can't yeah. get the smell you out. Can't well, you smell can't out. get that That's smell crazy. out. That's crazy. It's well, awful. Chad, I don't know how much of travel you've done in the uh, outside of the country. He's like, been to Maine. The... <laughs> I've been to all 50 states and seven countries. Okay. Because uh, something I always like, I, I try to do is just be open about, like, especially when it comes to food in the other mm-hmm. in other countries. So you're saying this like shark th- thing, like I think that's awesome. Like, I, you did you ever... try shark? No, I just went back to the regular fish and chips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like when I uh, I lived in the Netherlands for a while in a very small Dutch village when I was mm-hmm. studying abroad in college, and every like it was, it was so funny, like because it was such a small village, everybody had like the same like schedule like Wednesday was the night we all go to the bar Tuesday was sports night we all go to the rec center and there people play soccer or basketball or uh but at the rec center there was a bar and they had like food also but they had horse nuggets and so I was like somebody ordered it one time and I was like 
I'm gonna, I'll try it. It was it, not something I'd ever want to eat right. again, but I, I always to be like, hey guys, I ate a pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say like they were actual horse tex- testicles or something. No, 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 no. They were like chicken nuggets, but like made, made of horse. horse. <gasps> oh, I see. I see, yeah. Oh, that's awful. When you oh, said you, thought horse... was, you thought it was like Rocky Mountain Oysters. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to start talking about Rocky Mountain Oysters or like, yeah, like that's, I was like, huh? No, I'm not on the testicle market. Uh, no. You, they're, they're pretty good. <laughs> I've, I've never had them. You never had Rocky Mountain Oysters? Never had Rocky Mountain Oysters. They're pretty good. For those of you who don't know, Rocky Mountain Oysters are not oysters, they're bull testicles. Oh, mm-hmm. now you tell me. <laughs> What? Why we? Why Netherlands? What were you doing there? What? I lived uh, in a castle college. Uh, that's where they put me. And what? What were you studying? <laughs> really, nothing. Dutch I was, art. I was traveling. It was a. I really wasn't studying anything specific. It was. I was just there for a semester from college and just oh, nice. learning some BS classes. I mean, some were cool. They were like ethics and. Castle uh, in Netherlands. Where'd you go to college? Emerson College. I went to graduate school, school there. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I asked about the castle, because it's the only yeah. place I've heard of that puts those kids yeah. up in a castle in the Netherlands. I um, Yeah, and I got to do traveling from there. So really, I just majored in traveling. Yes. That'd be nice. You, uh, you learn how cheap it is to really travel from place to place to place in the European Union. Uh, have you been to India? There, That's a really cheap place. I have not been to India. It was... Uh, when I was in India, there's a guy who talked about like how I can, I could uh, live every day for about with a can of the beer. I can spend about five dollars a day total. Kind of my, his hotel, his beer, his meals, five dollars a day in in uh, Kerala, India. Yeah, how much was your your uh, your little spot that you used to jump out and you, you could jump off the oh, balcony? That, but oh on yeah, the beach? I was on the beach in Kerala and I could jump out of my balcony. I'd be on the beach right on the uh, Arabian Sea, and I think the whole I'm sure the hotel was ten or twenty dollars a day. Like it was really. That's how that's how it was when I was in uh, Prague in the Czech Republic. Oh, Everything's yeah. so cheap. That's that's the place where famously beer is cheaper than water. Yeah. Um, well, same in France. Yeah. Same yeah, in it Italy. But the the oh the the hostel I stayed in usually they'd be like not nice and they'd still be like this is like 15 euros or right. no, yeah 15 euros or 20 euros i forget how much a, day, a night would be but here it was like 10 euros a night it was the nicest hostel I stayed in <laughs> right. my entire time in europe and i, I mean like really it, it looked like a four-star hotel <laughs> like, and it was the best place everything was super cheap like i would have stayed there forever uh prague's awesome go to prague yeah, we haven't been. I want to. I want to go, but that was going to be my topic almost when I was busy uh, racking my brain for a topic was travel because I, I didn't. I always wanted to travel. Well, you've done it. It seems like you've done it. I've done that, but Quite also bit, yeah. I, I uh, majored in. They called it comparative literature, which is just English, but it meant it was translated because you're supposed to compare other cultures. So like you'd read, you'd read a German book in English, but you're supposed to not just go, oh, I'm reading. Faust or whatever you're reading, you're supposed to be actually comparing the culture of so th- their culture to your culture, and that's the idea of that you get something. That's why I enjoy traveling. Also, you see France, you go, oh, something's the same. Well, you know, people are still horrible, or they do things differently, and they are much more classy than we are. I, I don't know if this is on topic with There's that. There's no topic. No, 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 no. With uh, comparative literature yes. and English and all that stuff, because uh, you both seem like literary people. Right? She is. I, I can bit. barely write a compound sentence. I like sentence. to read. Uh, but <laughs> my, uh, I, I've always been really intrigued by like the translations of stuff because you always see books put out like of like those ancient Greek stuff right. or just like old ass stories like in, like Dante's Inferno or 
yeah. other stuff. And I just always like I, like I I have never read really any of those all the way through, nor have I really read two different translations of them. But where do you really do you like compare? Like if you read the Brothers Karamazov, like do you read like two different it, people's it's interpretations? It's funny you say that because I was. Uh... Have you heard of St. John's College? There's one in Annapolis, Maryland. One I'm aware in... of all of like there's things named St. John's College, and they're right. There's well, there's a St. John's University has a basketball team, and they're famous. Yeah. But St. John's College in Annapolis, and also one in Santa Fe, New Mexico, it's just a great book school. So you read the great books, and it helps you. The classics. It's the classics. So I've I'd always heard of it, and I read two years ago or three years ago now, I decided I'll just read the curriculum myself. I don't, I won't go there. I'll just read some of the books. So I just like audit the classes and not pay kind of well, thing. I knew, well, I was here and I was, yeah. it wasn't an online thing. I just, they, they, they the book list online. So you go, you read the Odyssey, you read the Iliad, you read a bunch of books. Um, and you don't read even, it's somewhere in your sophomore year that you even read the Bible. So it's all previous way BC is what I'm saying. And I read a co- two Odysseys at the same time, and one translation didn't even include chapter eleven. Like chapter eleven, I, he just I, left it. He decided. Well, I, don't that know what, I don't know what the specific chapter of eleven I, is. I, I didn't. I didn't either until I. I'm like, it went from chapter ten to chapter twelve. He goes chapter eleven. Everyone that I read has a chapter eleven except this one. He said, I don't believe this is really part of the book, so I've left it out. That's awesome. But what happened in chapter eleven is what I was asking. Well. I don't remember because I read only <laughs> one chapter of it in one book and the other chapter was blank and now it, it all has become a blur. Oh. I can tell you what happens in the Odyssey, but I can't specifically... He doesn't remember a lot oh, of Oh, I didn't means. know if like they I've left lot... out like Cersei and oh, no, stuff. No, or, like... no, all the main stories are still there. All Scylla and Charybdis are still in that all right. book. Even so I, it's not even... So I wouldn't know That's it. why he left it out. I think oh, he, th- okay, he, okay. he thought it was all, the story, the chapter is apocryphal, so he left it out. So like a word of mouth kind of thing, people just talking about it. Right. Okay. Um, so there are different, there were differences and because I wasn't, uh, I've had a lot of head injuries, so I didn't remember the whole thing. Well, no, we're, we all sound really smart tonight. I feel, I, I feel good about this. <laughs> this, this, uh, this is the smartest podcast I've ever been on. It's amazing. I, th- I thought you just said Did it was the say, only podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> say it's the first one, right? It is. And I, well, thank you. I, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to need some clips of this so I can try to get on others. Is that all right? To, <laughs> yeah, put, to, put together a podcast reel for yourself. Yeah, and try to get and just work. go out and be, have me on. <laughs> See, I do it. Do you want to do you want to say some stuff for your podcast reel real quick? Like, I maybe just like you go like I'll say, oh, what do you think of that? I can't believe it. And like, oh man. I, so what have you eaten lately? I love Captain Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like or like, mm, this feels real good. This has been one of the best things I've ever done. Did I ever tell you about love? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's all Great. transitions. All right, like... so now we'll, we'll cut those. We'll cut those little like se- uh, segues. Mike, Mike Solari. Mike Solari just handed me a note and said, "Knock that crap off." Yeah, uh, it's just a weird thing to do. But um, all right, go on. What were you saying? I was done. What What is the pick, book no, you pick, uh... pick? First, pick on Mike for that. Oh, oh yeah. Nah. Oh. He. I mean. Look, he's so nice he looks looking. so sad today. Something <laughs> must have happened. Yeah, <laughs> I don't kidding. want to talk we, about it. Should, we, should uh, we talk about you? What's going on with you? We never talk about us. We always right. talk about you guys. I know. I see, I see that. But what about you guys? What? What? Why so oh, down today? Oh, well, I'm not. I'm. I'm not down. I'm just oh joking, man, but... he's so depressed. Mike, please. Let's have a therapy <laughs> session. Right. Who, he's not really. Who? Hurt, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave. Who? Who hurt you? Chad had to kiss me. I didn't want to tell anybody about it, but I think this is a good open space now, and I think we should we should try to like get it, through this. It is a safe space, but it wasn't on the lips. <laughs> that's all. I'm good. That's all. I'll leave it there. Also, wow. 
What was the what's the book you wrote? I'm I'm curious because I, I I'm guess, sure we would have mentioned it in the like. Uh, I'm sure we I will mention it in the uh, in the opening, but I'm I'm curious. I want to know like what what, what so is it? So you're gonna go back it's, around well, and do an opening first? We always do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I thought the opening when we started. You listened to the show. You knew that. Mm-hmm. I know, but you guys talked and it says suddenly, wait, we're on. That's exactly how the show starts to me. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I figured we were on. Now so I, just so just skip the first little chunk and you'll be okay. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, it's called Oil and Marble. It's okay. art historical fiction about the real-life rivalry between Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, okay. They really did live, both live in Florence for five years. They really did hate each other. And during those years, that's when Leonardo da Vinci was painting the Mona Lisa in oil while Michelangelo was carving the David in marble. So it's about their rivalry so and creating it's, it's, those that's two awesome. pieces of art. It's Amadeus, but with like yes! painting. Yes, Exactly right. That's really I cool. Hope. Yeah, that's the plan anyway. Hello, this is Chad Foglin from Sequel Squeal. If you like listening to two jackasses talk about movies and sometimes give some kind of facts about them with a sometimes famous and otherwise awesome guest, then listen to the Sequel Squeal here on the Nerdist School Network. Oh, oh, so we there was a technical difficulty, so let me catch you up. <laughs> we Lloyd talked, Bridges. We talked. We made a Lloyd Bridges joke. We made a Thomas Hayden Church joke based off of the Hudson River School. <laughs> Look all that stuff up, put it in a blender in your head, and what will come out will be what you miss. At least the good thing is that was a great moment to take a commercial break, so I yeah. probably stuck it in. Oh, perfect. Oh, there we oh, go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, who are your sponsors? Us. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, yeah, Nerdist, other Nerdist School podcasts. I wouldn't even call it a sponsor. I'd call it, our, we're, our, we're just promoting our friends. Okay. It's true. Mm-hmm. We, don't get, we don't get money. No. So we're not getting paid for being guests on this show? No. What? Oh. All right. I'm I was, sorry, I wasn't, Mike. I wasn't expecting it. I, I was going to do the first one free. You know, <laughs> That's like, nice. Like being a drug Like we're going to do a series <laughs> of, of Mike and Stephanie's adventures. <laughs> first one's free. and then We're going to use this. Oh, I mean, I don't know. We, we did this whole first episode on Iceland. I think we could try to get something good and sell it to the travel network. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. So a guy who's just really not into any of the tourist stuff that you would do. Then I fell, hit my, landed on my hip one and, time. And are really, really klutzy. Oh, he busted right by this giant, huge frozen waterfall. It was beautiful, but it was really cold fall. and it was windy and... And he was wanting to get inside, so he's it's climbing like, up and just. Boop, I can just, oh, wow. I, can, I can just imagine like a group of people are there and they're like, "Wow, isn't this just makes you feel like a human being? Like we're just so small in the world, and this is so serene." And then Mike just falls and goes, ah, uh-huh. like ruins. Oh, dumb, cursing, cursing. Old dumb American fell. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was awful. Um, oh, but we did get to go to the wall. From Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. They, that's oh. Where they, they shoot Game of Thrones yeah. there. They shoot Game of There's Thrones. There's a lot of, like, cave sort of stuff, fun. right? Yeah. Yes. And we, we had to go to the place where two tectonic plates in the Earth's crust are splitting apart. It's the only place in the world where you can walk across that. So oh, you can sort of that's, stand there that's and crazy. Kind of like how, like, kind of like how, like, since Pangea broke up. And, yes. Yeah. And, like, just, like, the way the world moves. Yes. Yeah. And and w- in the places where it's coming together, you get mountains. In the places where it's coming apart, you get these big, like, rifts Caverns. and, like, holes in the ground that you walk walk down Ooh, in Iceland. That's scary, that's man. That's spooky. Like, what if, like, the day after tomorrow happens and you're in that crevice and... <laughs> You're, you already look nervous. Right, because you sort of felt nervous being right there. There are earthquakes all the time in Iceland. There are active volcanoes going off yeah. all the time. You sort of felt like you could be swallowed up by the earth there. People people making fish that just smell, makes their like clothes cr- smell yeah, forever. Smells awful. 
what a wonderful place. And and not staying for the credits of movies. They yeah. walk right out. They, and just, they, um, they have intermissions in all movies. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. If you can't sit for two hours, how long was Star Wars? It was two. You could sit it was more than two hours. A human but... being, though, could sit through it. They didn't need an intermission. I sat through Cloud Atlas. I feel like other people can mm. sit through longer things. I, I sat That's, through. Oh. I, did, I sat through that Andy Warhol 24-hour movie about Manhattan, and weirdly it was fine. Uh, I mean, they used to do that in the older movies, like the, like, what is it called? Like Lawrence of Arabia or The Godfather Part Two, or right. what was it? Uh, how, uh, Gone, with Gone with the Wind? Gone with the Wind, Gone with yeah. the Wind. What was the one with James Brooks and Robert De Niro, the Once Upon a Time in America? Oh, yeah. So it's like like any movie that's like three well, hours. Well, recently, they, uh, Hateful Eight did Hateful a, Eight did a nice. road show. Yeah. What? That was cool. That, road? They, that's what they called it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought for 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 a minute that I, you blew my mind. I thought, wait, the hateful eight went on the road. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I don't know if you know this, and I, there's a really interesting video that Quentin Tarantino put together about like the history of road shows. I think they showed it at Comic Con. I'll stick it in the show notes if anyone wants to watch it. But basically, it was a thing that used to happen more so back in like the older days where the movies was like going to the theater kind of thing and they'd give you like a program and they oh, yeah, there'd be yeah. an intermission and stuff so they they his new beverly and then some theaters other places uh when hateful eight first came out they did road shows where they would really make a big to do of the whole exhibition of it mm-hmm. and it's at the moment right after uh guys i'm gonna spoil a part of the hateful eight if you don't want to listen oh, to it you haven't seen it by now come on that's what i'm yeah. saying but i mean well, I don't want to get to something interesting about that, but uh, I'm just going to spoil something. So if you don't want to like spoil it, like go forward a minute. I'll wait. But the part where Samuel L. Jackson shoots Bruce Stern and then looks at the camera and then it it cuts to a scene where it goes, uh, where Quentin Tarantino is doing the narration. He says what happened over the next 15 minutes. That 15 minutes is supposed to be the intermission. So there's an intermission oh. there, and it's like this is what happened while you were away. Uh, Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. yeah, it's like so they move this body here, and then he poisoned the coffee. Somebody poisoned the coffee, and is that your Quentin Tarantino? No, that's me <laughs> that's not, not trying. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was say that, was, I was, that was me just changing my voice. <laughs> you can start listening again now. Anyone who's okay, but uh, yeah, there was actually a really interesting thing I saw. I think it might have been a BuzzFeed article or something. People were saying, "What is?" It was like a poll. It's like. When is the when are you allowed to like say something or post something that would give something away? Because like some people post like Game of Thrones stuff like the next day or the next hour, or uh, or if you're talking about a movie, the timing used to always be like longer, like pre-internet, like just when yeah. people talk. But now I feel like it's gotten shorter and shorter because people just want to talk about it. Well, I did. I wrote a sketch right after the end of Breaking Bad, and it was about people giving away endings, and I talked about the end of. Breaking Bad with the, you know, hopefully you already know what happens with the... Uh, the dinosaurs. Yes, the guns going off out of the trunk. And um, uh, people were like, why'd you tell me that? I went, the show ended a month ago. Yeah. Turn, turn but, it on but, and watch but it. But that brings a great... Uh, what day? Ar- well, no, no, that, that brings a great argument is like, is a month enough time? I mean, it really is very, still short. I mean, we're talking about Hateful Eight and that came out in December of last year, so we've had a little bit of time, but... I, I'm, I'm, I hate to do this to you, but... Uh, Rosebud was a sled. <laughs> yeah, but th- I think that we've been we're on seventy years of that, right, or less? Too soon. Too yeah, soon. Way too soon. Uh, no, I think with the I think with the internet and the fact that everything is verbal Kenneth Kaiser Sose. Everything is basically yeah. <laughs> with everything being as accessible as it is now, do the internet. It's almost become like I think in the 
when when TV was just like a weekly basis, and like you had to record it on your VHS, yeah, I whatever, had to do it all right? the time. Like, and you could you had to wait, you know, each week, and you couldn't really rewatch it. And like, or you know, back there was that time when they would re, like, I remember repeats. Yeah, they would basically do like they'd show the show, and then like, and and then they'd have like you know, the news, and they'd be like, now we're gonna reshow that show again, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you resee right. it so you can see it again. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. Now. Yeah, yeah. So like, I feel like we as a society have have always tried to be like, let's keep everyone up to date as much as possible, and especially with the internet now. So like, I think an hour after an episode airs is too soon. <laughs> maybe maybe by the time the next episode a- is about to air, you should be caught up at because that point. Because there's that whole thing of like talking about the, at the water cooler. Yeah. Like the day after. So it's almost like right. between an hour and a week, like. Where is the sweet spot? I would say yeah, four days. Okay. Everybody, like... the new standard is four days. Four Take days. that with you. <laughs> I still feel like face to face. I could talk to you about it the next day. Yeah. That's... Yeah. Well, I think you it's, know, I think you preface it by Did you see did Game you of Thrones? See it? Yeah. Yeah. Say, yeah. Okay. The two of us are the people talking about it. If you're a third party who is not in the conversation and you happen to hear it, don't go. Come on. Right. Uh, yeah. Step but, away. But I think we've uh, we've gotten away from Iceland. We're kind of getting to a point no, where we wrap we were talking, up. We were talking about her book, and then we and went book, on the art right. thing, and then well, yeah. is, okay. So, are there any final thoughts that we want to wrap up? I, I mean, like Stephanie wants to say. Something. I have one other Iceland thing that I have to tell you. Yes, oh, great. So this couple from uh, Seattle was on a bus tour with us, and they said, "So we haven't seen any homeless people. We're from Seattle. We're used to homeless people. Do you have homeless people in Iceland?" And the tour guide said, um, "Oh, yeah, we have lots of them. We have like sixty. Six zero <laughs> in the entire country, and they said this one town had one homeless guy, one homeless guy. But you know they were worried about him, so they bought him a house. So he's not homeless anymore. Wow, <laughs> that's Iceland. That's amazing. They well, were I mean, worried when, about I mean, when there's him. only a hundred people, I mean, sixty's a lot. Really, so. Yeah, that is what? a high percentage. Come on. Uh, if we're winding down, what did we, what did we what what did we not get in the show that you needed in the show? Mike, you, you, I think you're still like this is a casual I, I, conversation. No, I'm trying to make We're sure. We're talking about Iceland. I'm trying to make I, sure you, I got everything you got I wanted. Are you worried, Mike, that you? No, might I'll, have I'll never be something? asked back. They'll <laughs> never. That's my real worry that I'll never. Well, be we asked. really don't do repeat guests, so you're not coming back. That no one will ever have me on a podcast. Oh, no, no, don't oh, say that. People have you on a podcast. Come listen, on. listen, listen. Gilmore Girls oh, is yeah. coming we, out. We didn't mention that at all. I don't. Well, we do that at the I end. I don't know the. I don't know the date. But it will come out eventually, It'll come and, out in and people the fall. will remember you. Well, You're a memorable guy. I'm really, uh, sadly, uh, I like to tell this story that people, a few people who love Gilmore Girls recognize Andrew. Very few are like that, though. But Andrew is Mike's character in Gilmore Girls. He's been playing since season one, I believe, right? Yeah, I did 20 appearances in the show show, and I'm in three of the four, unless I get cut. Uh, of the of the you're in 75 percent of the episodes that's of this uh, of this uh, yeah of, i know but you can't life, but, yes. but, but, but you keep on like going like oh i'm not really in it you're a part of it you said thank you you no. said you posted a whole thing on facebook I got about my, of, like the script or the name or whatever it was i like, know and then i i uh i unfortunately I didn't get in any trouble because there were people who posted things that you weren't supposed to post and i i'm like i well, no <laughs> one's looking at mike's face that's that's why i'm lucky for that and uh but um, I, uh, Entertainment Weekly kept track of the, the local, the townies, and uh, I was second to last most important townie. Like, there's 28. Yeah, people, they did, like, a who's returning kind well, of that thing. Well, that was in the, yeah, that was in the one with Lauren Graham and, uh, and Alexis uh, on and, the and cover. And Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I had a picture in that. But they uh, online, they did the 
they, they ranked the townies and I was 27th out of 28th and I was called townie wallpaper. I was so, <laughs> I was so innocuous and so forgettable on the show that I, um, hey, it was fine though. Just, I enjoyed just it. turn when you're when you're skidding on the road. You got to turn into the I w- skids. You got to own it. I, I own the townie wallpaperness. I enjoy it. It's very exciting. Well, and I was just at a wedding on oh. this past Sunday and and recognized Andrew was recognized there. And that's all that matters. Why do you keep separating yourself from him? You he is I don't, you. I don't speak about myself in the third person, but Andrew is. You could a just character. say I was recognized. No, Andrew was recognized. Really. Well, what what is the? <laughs> I've never as someone who's never seen Gilmore. I've Girls. only seen episode one. I have not seen him act in the show. <laughs> uh, the episode to watch if you're looking for me is uh, the Festival of Living Art, where they uh, they do a they do an art a living art episode. The people dress up and look like art. It's a, it's a really amazing episode. In fact, the makeup and hair team won and won the only Emmy the show ever won for that ha, episode. That's awesome. Um, so it's really nice, and I'm, I play a statue, so I'm, like, from the waist up, I'm painted white, and I have to stand still at the very end, and it's, it's an amazing... They do the Last Supper. I'm not in that scene, of course, because I'm a statue. Uh, they do the Last Supper. They do... What else did they do? Other art pieces. It's it's pretty amazing. Guernica. They mentioned Guernica. The greatest joke in the history of... <laughs> Of uh, Gilmore Girls or television? Television. <laughs> Is it they mentioned Pablo Picasso? No, because it's living art. A person. Yeah, like they you'd have, have to represent have, it. it so how would you? They have thirteen people playing The Last Supper live, and then all of a sudden, right before they bring me on as a statue, Taylor says, "And that was Guernica." <laughs> <laughs> and and if you he, know Guernica, yeah. it's, it's very that, it's, with yeah. bulls and eyeballs and, and it's different places. It's amazing. Screaming. It's, that's one of yes. my, that's what I mean. It's one of Pablo Picasso's like top three for right. sure. So if not yeah. his top, if you yeah. don't know Guernica, look at Guernica. Imagine that done with live humans. I'll put it in. The, I'll put it <laughs> in the show notes. Amazing joke in the history of television. Ridiculous. Well, I don't know. Grace and Frankie this season has been okay but they had a crazy funny joke that makes no sense and they're cleaning out underneath a fridge and they pull out they're just trying they're trying to get like an envelope that fell under there and it's ethan Embry and the black guy whose name i don't know and they pull out a, a headshot of cch pounder that's signed and he's like why do you have a signed photo of CCA's Pounder? He goes, I thought I lost this. He goes, she's she's what made the shield. And and I, I was like, that is the best joke ever. Why is that in there? Uh, How excited would you be if you're CCH Pounder at home watching yeah. that? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, they had to get her clearance probably. It's her face. Yeah. But uh, that's great. And Mike's going to be in Gilmore Girls. I'll be in, I'll be in Gilmore Girls. I, I won't even use the term Andrew. I am in the show. Are you happy now? Yes. Okay. Uh, it was funny because me and Mike met in an improv class. Yeah. And then one day I'm walking in, two of the girls come up to me. They just put Gilmore Girls on Netflix. And they're like, we started rewatching Gilmore Girls. And we saw Mike. Yeah. And... That's how usually I get recognized. Like when I, but Netflix, I got recognized a couple of times. Mike, the show you get on. recognized. That's more than me and Chad can say for ourselves. I'm not, I, I know, right? I'm, I'm assuming Chad. I don't. No one knows. I'm what, nobody. What about making this a video podcast so people would know your face? We have the ability. Mm. We could do it, but right? I always forget cameras. Well, we we've tried, but the cam- Mike's face keeps breaking the camera. <laughs> I didn't want to tell them that, but yeah, got it. Yeah. See, now that's the kind of insults I was expecting this whole show. <laughs> and it came in at the tail end. Yeah, and exactly. Just in case, because uh, of the technical difficulties, I don't know if we hit anything else. Uh, that book is out, right, Stephanie? It is. It came out on March 1st, so yep. it's been out for three months. Oh, we just had the Audible. The Audible's now, so you who can now the, listen. Who, who did the, vo- uh, who did the PJ voice? PJ Auckland, a great um, audio 
audible reader. It you sounds should, fantastic. I mean, you should have awesome. got F. Murray Abraham. I know. I should have. <laughs> I could should have come here first. The Spanish version's coming out soon. They, we just oh, finished the translation. How is, uh, not, how is there not an Italy version, an Italian version? I, working, I know. Working I'm working on, working on it. I'm trying. Be, yeah. I'm dying. Yeah. So, yeah. It's... It's out and doing well, and that's awesome. It's, yeah, it's I've, weird. I've seen you guys posting like Barnes and Noble new releases. Yeah, it's, it's there. Yeah, it's still weird that that, it's that was the that you wrote a book. Or? Yes, that I, and people read it and they come quote me to me, and then they cry to me about it, and it's a really weird experience. Cool. <laughs> I forget that I wrote it down, and people. Read and then it. they go, and you know Andrew from Gilmore Girls? Yes, they do. <laughs> I'm married to him. <laughs> and they're like, you're married to him. <laughs> He can, was a statue. Can yeah. I meet him? <laughs> he's probably he's probably just watching ESPN at home right now. Of course. <laughs> he's, probably, he's doing nothing. Uh, yeah. So uh, Gilmore this Girls. This is a legacy couple right here. Right. We got we got celebrated <laughs> author Stephanie Story and and Gilmore Girls alumnus slash yeah. Emmy winner Mike M- Mike Gandolfini. Yeah. Uh, so it's very exciting, and uh, our lives are are. are all right, I'll go watch ESPN now. Um, but you're excited, homeless. Wait, how excited That's... for are you for any given Wednesday? Well, I don't know. I've never heard those words in that order. There is billboards all over town for it. No. It's Bill Simmons' new HBO talk show. Oh, of course. Oh, oh, right. I am, oh, I am looking forward to that. I'm sorry. Um, sorry, sports. I know. I spend all day watching ESPN. That's what I, I'm like. We're, I, well, he's like the enemy of ESPN now. Right. So can, can, you, I, can you not? Can I say something about my girlfriend on that show? Because we watch HBO a lot, so they've been advertising on there. And like the advertisement you know has some going can i tell you a few of my ideas yeah, and it's I love like it. i think this and this yeah yeah Matt Damon thing is and doing. um and i i go well, that's obviously a sports show daisy because i don't know who bill simmons is and daisy doesn't know it and she goes no it's not it's a conversation about a whole bunch of pop culture stuff and i go watch the video again it's all sports and she goes she goes there's like there's that matt damon thing so it's got to be more than that and like i think it's primarily sports though. i think you guys just like defined what his website was grantland.com which was most it was like 80 percent sports stuff and then every once in a while there'd be articles about what happened on tv yeah or what's happening in mu- movies or music but for the most part it's sports i'm interested in watching i'm not a big sports person neither but am i but that's gonna be seeing it just <laughs> just because that advertisement was so so much of a uh, like a 45-minute conversation between my girlfriend and I. Well, well, we always do suggest this, so yes. I guess my suggestion, even though I haven't seen it, I'm going to suggest watch Any Given Wednesday because sure. I really do love Bill Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons, for those of you who don't know, just look him up. He was a great writer. He's a, He is a great writer. Writes for sports. The reason I he has a podcast, the Bill Simmons podcast, but the reason I don't really listen to it that much is I'm not really that into professional basketball, and he's so into professional basketball. Uh, he could probably talk about Steph Curry for months and not and not run out of material but he uh he's a, he's an awesome guy and he also like the only sport i really follow is football and you might know he got into he got fired from espn because of attacking the nfl right and espn obviously has shows monday night football and it's all about money and all this stuff and it's this awesome like story if you go look back he just was like bashing people on interviews because roger goodell was letting like people walk off a little easy and he was he was calling foul on it and for speaking his mind ESPN kind of canned him and because of that his whole website Grantland which was run under ESPN got shut down so people kind of I believe lost jobs but now HBO saw him and was like great we're going to give you your own empire they run his podcast out of there he's got a development deal there he's I believe and he now has this show there any given Wednesday which comes out in the end of June by the time this episode comes out possibly 
And I love what HBO is doing with their talk. Like John Oliver is my is my jam. I love John Oliver. Yeah, I and guess. I think that this is going to be like the two of them working in conjunction will be great. It'll be good. Yeah. So I'm. I'm <laughs> I mean, I'm predicting the future here. I'm not. I've never seen it. Watch. He could just be coming. He could come walk on the stage and be like, "The KKK were right." Well, right? no, but you're you're a fan of his, and he's got a new show. So you're suggesting watch the show. Yeah. Support mm-hmm. the person that you're a fan of. Yeah. I okay. Great. I, I I'm not gonna backtrack. I like it. Yeah. Don't backtrack. Own it. Own it. I'll watch it. Do you guys have any suggestions? It doesn't have to be a thing for you have to I, watch or read I, or anything, but it could just be like a like esoteric statement. I just watched. I was when I thought of the topics. I was going to talk about my favorite year, which I just saw this week, and it's still my favorite movie. What's your favorite year? My favorite year, the movie. Not oh, my oh, favorite, oh, oh, oh. Not not fourteen fifty two. Just uh, <laughs> uh, my favorite year, the movie where uh, where uh, Benji Stone, uh, Mark Lynn Baker takes care of Peter O'Toole, and it's on my the, list of like movies, classic movies. I need to see. Great movie. That was going to be my topic to discuss. It's a very uh, glad you didn't pull that on us at the last second. I would have had nothing to contribute. No, I I could talk about it for you. It's uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's a great movie and sort of uh sort of based on a Mel Brooks story. Apparently, he had to corral Errol Flynn and sort of Mel Brooks ish, and he produced the movie. And then um, just go see my favorite year, and then we'll okay. discuss it next I, time. I I uh, don't want to usurp the conversation, but Chad, did you listen to that Mel Brooks thing I sent you? Which I I'm not sure. That the Super Babies interview? No, I haven't. Uh, so I'll post it in the show notes too. There's this 30 minute interview about because Mel Brooks has a pr- co- production company called Brooks Films. Yeah. And they did like the Elephant Man and like uh, some other weird movie. I can't remember. My favorite year. They did. <laughs> yeah. But they evolved. But they also produced a movie called Super Babies, which is crazy. And how did this get made? Did an episode on it. But they. Blake Harris, who writes for Slash Film, interviewed Mel Brooks about how this could happen. He was supposed to talk for 10 minutes, and Mel Brooks talked for a half hour. And so they posted the interview online. you got to listen to well, it. Well, he's amazing because he, his office was above an office I, I worked in for a TV awesome. show. So he would walk by, and some days he'd walk by and pretend like we couldn't see him even though our door was open. And he'd, he'd walk by and walk really fast like, oh, we didn't see the most famous man we've ever met in our lives just walk by. <laughs> And then other times he'd walk in and stop by the office and he'd just start talking and he'd tell some stories. He, he, uh, what was that awful uh, Marlon Brando movie with Val Kilmer? Oh, uh, uh, Island Dr. Moreau. Yes. They made a documentary about how he, bad that is. He came in and talked about that and he said, not on my best day of my life could I make a movie that funny. <laughs> <laughs> he'd come tell stories. He goes, you know what the problem is? Here's how to make your sitcom good. You gotta get a guy with a catchphrase like "waha." Like he'd just walk by, he'd, he'd do a weird karate chop thing, he'd go, "Just do that." And Mike, like, you've already lived a life that I want, which is working <laughs> yeah. near Mel Brooks for these moments. Well, it's all good except the uh, except for the my big dream was I was gonna go upstairs one time, and I went upstairs a few times to see all the the Mel Brooks posters of his movies, the Twelve Chairs, the producers, and everything up there. And I had this idea. I go, I, I've heard about this. I've got to tell Mel Brooks. I'm nobody. I think I'm important. But i got to tell Mel Brooks to stop himself from making a horrible, horrible mistake. And I'm all set to knock on his door and go, look, here's what I'm going to tell him. Mel, you're a genius. This movie was brilliant. But whatever you do, do not turn the producers into a musical. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was going to be my big idea is to tell him not to do that. It turned out good that I never did that. Well, what you, what, what, Mike, are you saying that you're that good at convincing people that Mel Brooks would have been like, 
he's right. Yeah. I c- <laughs> never. You know, <laughs> it turned out all right for him, and I'm glad I didn't say it because I would have thought that's why he doesn't make movies anymore. He just makes money off yeah. of that. So uh, I, fortunately, but that shows you how bright I am about things, and I, I know nothing is what I'm. If saying. you believe in the alternate universes, like theory that there's, you know, there's whatever decisions decisions we make, there's def- yeah. different versions of us who so have a made the opposite. You knocked on the door. Yeah. So there's a there's a yeah there's an universe out there where you actually did that and and. The producers still exist, probably. In that yeah, but, but there's also a, there's also a universe where Mel Brooks listens and goes, yeah. adamantly no. Yep. Wait, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. The producers, what a stupid idea! I'll never and, uh, make that into a musical. Um, I'm sure we could talk about Mel Brooks for eight hours, but yes. uh, Chad, do you have any suggestions? Uh, yeah. Speaking of Mel Brooks, I, I'm just gonna say, if you haven't watched any Mel Brooks movies lately, then mm. go watch it, because like, um, you know, here's the thing about a little little bit of my own personal history. My parents' first date was to Young Frankenstein. <laughs> that was like, Young Frankenstein's responsible for you. Yeah. yeah so, uh, and yeah, like they, they still quote that movie like and giggle to themselves. And they've been married for uh, over 30 years, uh, almost 40 years at this point. The 40th anniversary is this year, actually. Yeah. They did it. They did it. Good work, Woo. mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, go watch a Mel Brooks movie. One of my favorites is Blazing Saddles. I cannot, I can watch that one. I could watch that movie four times in a day and still love it. And he didn't direct it, but I would highly recommend also looking at the remake of To Be or Not To Be, which is very funny. Oh, that is a good mm-hmm. one. For the audience's uh, ease, we're going to make the rest of the movie in English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, Stephanie, do you have any suggestions? Oh, I have so many. Uh, no, but, but, but the thing that I'm really, it's not that it needs more talking about, but read the stupid book that goes with Hamilton. Oh, not yeah. the soundtrack, but that book. Book. By the way, this is I think it's the second time that somebody's mentioned the Hamilton or something. Yes, yeah. I, I love this thing because it's all about the creative process and it makes you feel better about your str- your own like creative struggle and weirdness. I and haven't bizarreness. read it yet, but I've this is like the fifth you're the fifth person who's told me I should. People keep telling me people keep telling me I probably won't ever get to it. But no, I, do I'm serious. I'm, I need to. Yeah, I well actually like that was I actually was thinking this maybe this should be my suggestion because. I was it's it's we're coming on to the summertime and I remember when I was a kid we used to they used to do these like the library would have this uh like book club for the summer for mm-hmm. kids out of school and you yeah. were supposed to like read five books during mm-hmm. the course of the summer and as a kid I never got through more than three and mm-hmm. so it's always been a lifetime goal of me to like actually do like read five books and I have a lot of books that I've gotten like halfway through or I, ha- I haven't fully read so my goal for myself this summer was going to be I was going to try to actually read five books this summer. Oil and Marble. Yeah. And the Hamilton. <laughs> there we go. Those two are on two. there now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys got Gilmore Girls to look out for. You got to go to Barnes & Noble or the library or Kindle and read mm. Oil and Marble because it sounds awesome. I actually had no idea what it was about. And now that I know what it's about, I really actually do want to – not that I wouldn't have read it oh, already, thanks. but uh, I actually had no idea – it just made you more excited. I know. I actually, I'm legitimately more excited. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And be sure to go to mikeslarry.com slash this on that. You can see all the show notes. You can see past episodes. You can also uh, go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, give us reviews. You can bash me on Twitter and follow suit with Chad and Mike and everyone else. Just don't call him sex phone. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> at, uh, I am at M. Solari. Oh, I'm at Chad Fogland. Are you guys Twitter. on Twitter? At or Mike and Dolphy. At Story S. Oh, no, at Oil and Marble. Ha! Oh, there you go. Ah! Ha! At Oil and Marble. All right. Great, everybody. Woo! Goodbye. The Nerdist School Network. 
For class and show information, visit nerdischool.com.